Welcome everyone to the Nikkel Navigates podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Today I'm going to be talking about killing the old you and becoming the best version of yourself. Today I have a really long time friend Alex with me. Alex, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi there. I am Alex Del Vecchio, born and raised in Colorado like Nikkel. Fun fact, we actually grew up together. We hated each other growing up and then life brought us back together and now I think we are killing it with each other. Um, So yeah, I work for Draper and Kramer Mortgage. I am actually business development and work on a loan team with my father, Michael Del Vecchio. So it's fun to be in the office every day as a daddy-daughter duo. But you know, I'm just here living life, learning as I go and doing it with Nikkel, which has been really fun. It has been fun. So we've been meeting every week, um, almost every week, just going through how can we be the best version of ourselves what can we change going forward um, and, you know, just trying to support each other. So um, today I wanted to bring her on to talk about killing the old you. Really, this was your idea for a topic and I absolutely loved it. And the idea is you have to get rid of something from your past and who you currently are to grow into the person that you want to become. The new improved version of you can't have the same routines or the same habits. You have to pretty much decide I don't like X, Y, and Z about the old me and then change that. So um, the first topic that I really wanted to talk about within this is that you have to get rid of the old to make room for the new, which means that you have to prioritize what your goals are and what's important versus what's not important and get rid of the things that don't suit you. I think the best way to prove the point of how to change moving forward is to hear someone else's story and hear how they overcame something. I know personally, when I, I love motivational podcasts, motivational YouTube videos, any of that where it's someone's actual story because I learned so much from someone else telling me how they got through something hard. So I wanna go through and kind of talk about how you and I have learned from our past and grown as a person and how we've done that. So go ahead. Okay, well, I want to start this by I'm nowhere near an expert. Like, I am still fighting my own growth. But there came this point, I'm going to say June of this year. And I was the most anxiety-ridden just mess of a person, truly. And I sat there one day, and I was on the verge of going through a breakup. And I was like, this is my fault. I'm not being the best version of myself. And what was causing that? Well, one, crippling anxiety, not believing in myself at all, Mm -hmm. and just realizing that I was letting life take over for me and I wasn't taking control of my life. So choosing to grow means you're choosing the unknown. And that's a freaking terrifying idea because you don't know what's next. And that idea of killing the old you is so true. So I had to sit there and write out a list of all of the things I personally didn't like about myself. And so hard. I mean, think, you have to sit there and I wrote down my daily dialogue in my head every day. And what I wrote down wasn't good at all. I wrote down I was ugly, I was fat, I was anxiety ridden, I didn't deserve love, no one loved me, (laughs) I was unattractive. And I was like, why am I saying this shit to myself? I feel like it's different seeing it on paper when you're having that conversation with yourself versus just 
it being like subconscious and it, those are your daily thoughts, but putting it on paper is is really hard. Oh, I the first time I did it, I literally cried for 40 minutes. And I was like, why am I saying these horrible things about myself? So I was like, this isn't us anymore. We're not, we're not doing it. We're not being this. This is exactly who I don't want to be and I know who I want to be. So my steps first started with getting a life coach. I know everyone can't afford that. And I was very thankful that my partner helped me. But, you know, I sat down and I got this life coach and we, we talked about who I was at my core self and who I wanted to be and how I killed my crippling anxiety to be a better version of myself. And literally it was every time a negative thought came up, an anxiety-ridden thought came up, I stopped myself. I literally said, F this. I was like, nope, we're not doing this. I would get up from where I was sitting or what I was doing and I would leave. I'd go walk. You'd like leave the space. I would leave the space because that space was part of what was creating my bad mental repertoire. So I would say, nope, we're not doing this. I would go on a walk. And then later that night, I would do the exact same thing every night. I'd sit down. I'd journal about my day. I'd write my negative script. And then next to my negative script, I'd write all the positives. So if I said, well, the first thing that came into my head, because I'm a woman, I was, I am fat. (laughs) I'd write, I am thin next to it. Okay. How long did it take you to actually believe the things that you were writing because you believed all of the negative things that you were saying about yourself because that's why you were saying it so when you started writing all the positives how long did it take you to actually believe that Nikhil I still doubt myself every day there's not a day that doesn't go by where I don't have some little smidgen of doubt but there's been progress but there's been progress it's we're human we're always going to have doubt in ourselves. But the difference is every day I wake up proud knowing I'm going to give that day my all, even if I'm not 100% that day. I'm going to give the day what I have. And then now, I mean, six months in, I have no anxiety. I mean, like, I literally haven't had a panic attack in months. Wow. You know, I don't cry like a 13-year-old girl anymore. (laughs) And it's just about taking the time to realize that you can be this different person, but you really have to sit there and choose, do I want to give in to the little things I used to do? Like, oh, you know, I'm going to have just a little anxiety and tell myself, okay, no, it's not okay. We're not doing this today. We're someone different. And you just have to keep talking to yourself because you are your biggest advocate. No one's going to do this for you. Mm -hmm. You can't lean on your partner, your parents, your best friends, anyone. Because they're not you. They can't make the change for you. Only you can decide, I don't want to be this person. Right. So now that you know a bit more about me and what I am killing, working on killing, getting to, what is something you are killing and or have killed, Nikal? And I mean this with all the most positivity, but what's the better version of you? Yeah. So um, when I was younger, I had a really bad outlook on who I was in my body. I had a bad relationship with food. I had a bad relationship uh, with how I felt my body looked. And it's because I had so much pressure on me from parents and adults and kids are really, really vulnerable. Well, you were a young athlete, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So playing club volleyball my entire life from 11 to 18, I had certain expectations that were put on me by adults and I wasn't meeting those expectations. That kind of led me into a really negative place with my body. And so 
I had to take years and years of negative self-talk, telling myself that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't thin enough, I wasn't athletic enough, um, I wasn't muscular enough, or you know, fill in the blank to be what everyone expected me to be. And I ended up believing that. And I just decided, well, this is just who I am. This is just how my body works. I'm not able to be like the Instagram models that that you see, which I don't ever think that you should compare yourself to someone else. But as a kid, you do. And I'm like, I, I can never be like that. And it wasn't until after I had my daughter. And when I had my daughter, I was 200 pounds when I gave birth. And I'm only five foot three. The heaviest that I was during my competitive volleyball in high school years was 160 pounds. Again, that that's pretty big for what I was expected to be at the time. And so I just developed a really terrible relationship with food. After I had my daughter, I lost a lot of weight naturally. Uh, I decided, well, why can't it be me? I see all of these other women able to do it. All of these other people who are talking about fitness and nutrition tips and information that I had never heard before that I had never tried. And I'm like, well, let's go ahead and try it. So I decided that I was going to learn everything I could about bodybuilding because I wanted to be like the people that I saw. And I stayed up late, you know, looking at YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, researching, trying to get all the info I could. And I eventually did it. Now, it took a lot of time and it took a lot of hard work. And I mean, just so you guys know the hard work she's put in because me and Nicole have known each other for how long, how many bikini competitions have you competed in in the past five years? Four. Well, there you go. One per year. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one was terrifying uh, because I didn't know anything, but I just knew that if it was all up to me, that if I believed in myself when no one else did, because no one else thought I could get in good enough shape. I didn't think before that, that I could get in good enough shape for this. I had to believe in myself and I had to decide that other people's opinions on who they thought I was, I wasn't. So just to compare here, Nikel and I are both literally saying it's you. It's no one else in this world but you that's going to change. I mean, I had to do it for myself. I couldn't lean on anyone else. And Nikel had to believe in herself wholly, completely mm-hmm. on you because no one ever saw that version of you. No. No, I, I mean, I didn't think that person was underneath all of the extra fat and everything. Like, I didn't think that extra she was in there. Extra fluff to love. Fluff to love. I like that. <laughs> Which I'm not even saying... I've also learned through all of this that it doesn't matter what you look like. This is my best takeaway from competing. It doesn't matter what you look like because you are still you under everything. Your mind is still the same mind. All you're doing through killing the old you is changing your mind. 100%. It comes outwardly in, in different aspects. Maybe it is getting in shape. Maybe it is building a business. Maybe it is, is becoming successful in whatever you think success is. But the only thing that's actually changing is your your mind. Yeah. That's it. I mean, so when we say kill the old you, we're just talking about conquering your own own mind. Your own mental battles. Yeah. And if you can conquer your mind, you can conquer anything because no one will hold you back more than yourself. 100%. Even if you don't think so. So I had to kill the old me putting limiting beliefs on myself to turn into the person that I thought it was. And gosh, talk about learning a lot through that experience because I learned I can take a lot more than I ever thought I could. Oh, 100%. I mean, frick, if you guys ever get a chance to work out with Nikel, and I've worked out with her a few times, she will push you harder than you ever expect. And like at the end of it, you're like, holy heck, I can do that? 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's the first. So I, I love everything uh, like motivation, sports, fitness when it comes to mental. So I read a whole book about um, the mental aspects. So this book I'm talking about is all about sports psychology. And I thought the coolest part of it was talking about how you only have to do something once to subconsciously teach your brain that it's possible, but you have to get through that one time. Up until that point, your brain consciously and subconsciously thinks that it's not possible. It literally only takes one time for you to start having a positive outlook on achieving whatever this goal is. It gets easier and easier every time that you do it. It's that first time that's the hardest because your brain genuinely deep down doesn't think that you can do it. You only have to do it one time. So um, I will link in the show notes uh, the name of this book if anyone wants to get it. It's actually at Douglas County Libraries for free. So super cool. Um, But kind of back to the topic of killing the old you, I wanted to leave you guys with some actual goals that you guys can do, some advice that you can follow to actually start achieving this. And just so everyone knows, these goals, these things we're talking about are things Nikhil and I have done for every part of our life. We sat down and we did one for work. We did one for our family. We did a personal one. We did a fitness one. So all of these ideas we want to plant in your head are things you can do anywhere in your life and for anything. It's not just for one particular idea or thought. I think that you should be doing it for every aspect of your life that you want you know, to, to make better. It could be spiritual. I did this a year and a half ago for my spirituality where I wanted to start reading my scriptures every night. And this is what I wanted to get out of it. And so it can be done for absolutely anything. And I think the number one point for the actual tips that we're about to give you is to remember two things. One, no one is perfect you're going to falter at some point and you have to give yourself grace. There is not a single person on this planet that's perfect. I mean, I hate to say it, but we're all gonna fail at some point. I failed a hundred times over, but I just keep getting up and trying because every day I try, I'm 1% better than I was the day before. The only person you have to be is who you are in the moment. Who who am I right now? Who do I wanna be in five minutes? That's all that matters. Um, The other thing that I want you to remember is that you have to remember that motivation will get you going, but habit is the only thing that keeps you going. So motivation is good for like the quick, I need it right now, but the only thing that will actually get you to the end goal is your habits. That's why everything that I'm about to talk about for these tips is all about habits and routines. So number one, make a goals list. What are your goals coming up? Make a short-term and a long-term goal. And it can be something completely off the wall. It can be something that you've been aspiring to do for years. Whatever it is, what big or small, have a goals list. So with that, I want to talk about what comes with a goal list. The best thing you can do is write down daily habits for that goal list. So let's say one of your goals was to have a bigger Instagram following. What is something you can do every day, five days straight, to grow that Instagram following? Is it start to like and comment on other people's posts? Is it posting more yourself? Is it posting on your story? Is it learning more about analytics and how you grow and the people viewing your Instagram? 
So with every goal you write down, there should be a list under that goal of how do I get here? What are the things I'm doing daily, weekly, monthly to get myself to that goal? Right. What are the steps? Yep. So with your steps, for every single goal that you have, there should be a date. Because if I have just a goal that's somewhere off in the distant future, the next day you have no reason to actually take those steps. Because, I mean, that goal could be achieved in in five days, in five months, in five years if you don't put a date on it. So it should be an actionable goals list with dates and with steps. Um, I also want you to make a to change list. And this might sound negative, but you have to know what you have to kill to change it. So what do I not like about my life right now or my actions or who I am that I want to be different and how do I want it to be different? So you have two lists. You got a goals list with steps and dates and you have a to change list. What do I not want to incorporate in the next year? And I think this is really important because we're about to go into 2023. Everyone's about to make resolutions. But it's the people that stick to the resolutions that are the people that really want to change versus the people that are afraid to. Exactly. Exactly. So never forget that every day, any day can be the day. It doesn't have to be the beginning of 2023. It can be today, right after you listen to this. Go and make your lists and just remember that no one is stopping you from becoming who you want to be except you. I think I'm going to challenge everyone here. People have already talked about their goals for 2023. Start now. Start today. Start tomorrow. Why wait for change when you can have it now? And maybe by January 1st, you could already be halfway through your goal without realizing it because you took the chance, you jumped off the cliff, and you're doing it. I love that maybe in the next three one you've got an extra three weeks on everybody else for the next 365 days you're already ahead of everybody else but maybe in the next three weeks you do do it for the first time and you do train and change your brain to know that it's possible before the new year even starts exactly so thank you guys for coming um Alex is going to be on this podcast probably every other episode or so. So sometimes you might have me, sometimes she might be here with me, but I love bouncing ideas off of her. And I think that she's a great source of inspiration and motivation for me. So same here, right back at you. I mean, look how far we've come in the six months we've been talking. So I know she's, she's my favorite part of my week. (laughs) (laughs) Right back at you. We'll talk to you guys next week and start your goals now.